And welcome back once again to Kid Men Talk. This is your host, Carl Bastian, coming from Kidology.org. And I am so honored to be able to spend just a little bit of time with you today here on Thanksgiving Week 2014. Hey, today we're going to be talking about fun and effective ways to greet kids. We all have those new kids that come, or even the regulars. I'm going to let you in on some of my secret ways of just connecting and having fun and building relationships with kids at church in the morning, all right? Hey, but before we get into that, let me just encourage you Go to Kidology.org, make sure you click on the Member Perks Zone and find out what the free Member Perks are for this month. And if you're listening to this months from when I'm recording, that's okay. There will still be free Member Perks for you. So be sure you check them out and download them because some of them are only for that month. And now, it's time to talk Kidman. Alrighty, well let's talk about some really fun ways to connect with kids. Hey, I so enjoy doing this podcast and I really, really, really enjoy when I get to hear from you. So if you listen to the podcast, you like the podcast, you find it encouraging and equipping for you, please do let me know. People always email me and they say, hey, uh, I'm sure you get lots of these, but, and, and I always chuckle because everybody's busy and no, we don't always get a bunch of feedback. So whether it's through my email, carl at kidmintalk.com, whether it's on Twitter, at Kidman Talk or at Kidologist, both will go directly to me. Or whether it's uh, communicating and, and participating in the topic in the forum uh, discussion that will be linked at the bottom of the show notes, I love to hear from you. It always, seriously, it makes my day. Well, before we dive into the topic today, really quick, I'm going to keep it under one minute. I want you to check out this most amazing and incredible Vacation Bible School that we just put on Kidology. Now, maybe last year some of you guys bought the Science VBS, or maybe you saw it after it was too late. You'd already made your decision. Well, Josh Denhart has come out with yet another one. In fact, if it's even possible, it's better than last year's. That's right. I mean, he's just raised the bar again. And this Kidman Science VBS, it's called Elements of Trust, and it's incredible. I mean, the videos, they're not just regular videos. I'm secretly a little jealous uh, the quality that he could pull off. I wish I could do the things he's doing. It's like a miniature him, and there's some giant science experiment. That they're, It's a great VBS, and one that kids will absolutely love because they're building and doing science experiments, but they're getting excited about God and his amazing word, world and his amazing word, both of those. And so be sure to check it out. And for Black Friday, if you listen to this in time, you're going to be able to save even more by buying it now. Now, it won't be delivered until, um, is my phone ringing? I'm on a podcast. All right, I'm not even going to cut. I'm just going to call that awesome person back, and I'm going to let them know if they listen to the podcast. They'll hear their phone ringing. But anyway, uh, if you buy it now, it won't be delivered until January 1st. That's when you'll get the email from Josh with access to his amazing website, and you can start downloading all the stuff and and start getting excited about the summer. So anyway, just want to mention the uh, Elements of Trust Science VBS and make sure you check it out. Well, I got to tell you, I'm excited about today's topic, but I'm also a little hesitant because I'm like going to give away my secrets, all right? But uh, I was a children's pastor for 20 years. I loved being a children's pastor. And then uh, several years ago, I went full-time with Kidology. And I have, I got to tell you, I have loved being a volunteer. In fact, sometimes I I feel bad when I'm volunteering because I I have to call and say, hey, I I can't be there next week. I'm going to 
be at a conference or something. And, you know, I'm so used to having to cover that for myself. And they're like, it's fine. We'll, we'll be fine, you know. But I love volunteering. I'm a small group leader every week. I got a great little group of second grade kids. I'm, a, I'm green two is my group and then once a month I, I teach the large group I've put some of those on YouTube and stuff and that's when I'll teach everybody by this phone I need to mute my phone now I got my voicemail message going and, uh, and then I teach every week in Awana for large group and the kids all rotate through and then I do a bunch of other stuff but you know I love being a volunteer and I'm trying to be one of the super volunteers that I loved having you know I try to stay after and put things away and 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 show some initiative and look for things that need to be done and helping with those things and it's a lot of fun but one of the things that's nice about being a volunteer is that I'm not running the whole show and it's a big show at the church that I'm at fastest growing church in America according to Outreach Magazine last month. So uh, there's a lot going on. And um, and so uh, I don't have to worry about running around and taking care of everything. I can just focus on my one thing. And one of my favorite things doing is just greeting kids. It's just getting there early and hanging with the kids, building relationships with the kids. And, um, and there's always kind of an art to greeting the new kids, you know, because they're a little nervous. They're out of their element. Maybe they're used to a bigger church or a smaller church or a different kind of church. And you have a great opportunity to connect with them. So I'm just going to tell you some of the things that I do. And a lot of it has to do with humor. That might be the, the first connect, the first um, key word is using humor. You know, kids come in, there's these strange grown-ups. And, and I try to even have something in my appearance that's humorous, whether it's a crazy hat, like I wore a big turkey hat last week. So immediately they come in, they know you're a fun person, and, and they're laughing, and you try something like, I lost my turkey, you've seen my turkey, and, and it's on your head, you know. And um, it's a lot of fun. I, I work, I'm like one of the only men in the entire huge church that wears ties, but I, I try to wear a funny tie. I've got all kinds of kid ties, you know. So I wear um, you know red shoes sometimes, red Converse shoes. So I try to do something that just sets me apart, that I'm not just another grown-up. I'm one that's got a sense of humor, that I'm kind of funny, maybe even a little strange, hopefully not too strange. And uh, and then I've got this thing I do, and this is really one of my secrets, it's not that profound, but it's just something I've been doing literally for 20 years. Whenever I greet a kid, I take their hand, I shake their hand, and, and I just say, nice to meet you, and then very sincerely, you know, after um, greeting them, I, I don't let go of their hand, I keep shaking their hand, and I say, are, are you nervous? And it's great, because if they say yes, you say, I could tell you're shaking. And you kind of look down your hand in the lap. And if they say no, you say, really? Well, you're shaking. And then you, you don't stop shaking their hand. You just keep shaking their hand. And uh, and then they, they kind of laugh. And then you're like, you know, you're only supposed to shake hands for five seconds, you know. And, uh, and you know, if, if they're not getting it, you know, you can abandon the joke. But usually they get a kick out of it. And so then I'm, like, trying to get them to stop shaking my hand. And so then I grab their hand with my other hand, like I'm trying to free my right hand. I pull my right hand free, and then my left hand shaking their hand. I'm like, oh, come on, not this hand again. And if they have a brother or sister, you say, I'm just going to wave at you in case this runs in the family. And then finally, after sometimes if they're really laughing, I'll go back and forth hand to hand. But usually I end it after the two hands. But I'll finally do this really hard karate chop down and just, I hit my own hand so I don't, you know, hurt the kid. I cry chop my own hand and get my hand back and, whoo, and just say, you know, everyone but recommend you waving at them. But it's just a quick, immediate, it's humorous. They get the joke, you're shaking. And, um, 
and, and they're laughing, you know? So um, just, just having some fun with them right from the get-go. Now, another fun thing I do, in fact, it's become quite a thing the last uh, month or so at my church, is I have fun with name tags. You know, everyone's got to wear name tags. We've got our security ones with the bars and social security number and date of birth. And No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't have all that info, but it's got a lot of info on it, right? Well, I make a name tag, and I change mine every week. Like, it might just say me, and they'll say, what's your name? Me? And I say, yeah, I'm me. What's your name? And, um, and they'll, they'll give me their name, and I'll take a name tag, and I'll put you on them. And say, say I'm me, and you're you. And they'll say, no, I'm me. And I say, you can't be me. And uh, they'll say, you're you. And I say, no, I'm not you. I can't be you. You, know, you can have a lot of fun with that. In fact, I've gone bananas with the name tags. I should have wrote some notes here ahead of time. But I've wrote name tags and stuck them on kids that say that kid and that other kid and that girl and that other girl. And... Um, Hey, you, you know, so you can say, oh, look, there's that kid over there. There's that other kid. I've made ones that say, I forgot. Say, ask me my name. And they go, what's your name? I go, I forgot. Uh, or I don't know. Or I don't remember. And uh, the kids just, it's funny, they get a kick out of this. And um, and so uh, I just keep making up crazy name tags. Uh, late for dinner was one of them I did. See, now now people can call you late for dinner. Um, say, I don't want to, don't, just don't call me late for dinner. And um, I should have made a list. There's probably 20 funny name tags um, that I have uh, made and stuck on kids that when you put them into a sentence, they're funny. But then as soon as they're getting there, we're making these name tags, we're sticking them out. Now, they have their official name tag out. I'm not talking about replacing you know, their actual name tag, but it's just a fun, humorous thing to do. And and then using humor. you know, If you're comfortable with a puppet, like one of those wraparound puppets, uh, a lot of times my jokes are so corny, I don't want to take credit for them, so I have my puppet tell the joke. And simple ones. I mean, you guys all know the joke, Pete, about Pete and repeat, right? It's a classic. And you're probably so tired of it, you think, I can't believe you're even bringing that up. Kids love it. It's all in the presentation. And so you say, hey, you guys want to uh, do a riddle? And they say, yeah. And, you, and in case you're one of the few who have never heard this joke, it's a simple joke. You say there was two guys, one named Pete and one named Repeat, and they were standing on a bridge. Now, Pete jumps off. Who's left on the bridge? Well, of course, the kids say, Repeat. Now, you act like, you know, you didn't actually get that that was the answer to the question. You take it as though they're asking you to repeat the question. Say, okay, fine, I'll be happy to. There's these two guys, Pete, repeat. They're standing on a bridge. Pete jumps off. Who's left? And they yell, repeat. You go, fine, I'll repeat it again, but listen carefully this time. There's two guys, Pete, repeat. They're standing on a bridge. Pete jumps off. Who's left? Well, they'll say the other guy. So what's his name? Repeat. All right, fine, I'll repeat it again. And you, you just keep doing this, and it drives them crazy. Finally, you say, okay, maybe the bridge is confusing you. Um, let, let's make it a car. Pete and repeat, they're driving down the road. Pete's driving, repeat's in the passenger seat, but suddenly he opens the door and he jumps out right on the road. Who's left in the car? And uh, I just said that backwards, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Pete jumps out, and they say, repeat. You can change it to a boat. You can change it to the top of a building. You can take take change it to whatever. You just keep changing the scenarios, and the kids are going crazy, all right? And um, and it's just fun. It's it's all about that, that the joke is great. It's that you're laughing, you're interacting with them. Another one that, that my puppet always does is he always says, can I ask them the question? And I say, no, you can't. You know, Please, I mean, no, you cannot. I'm tired of that question. I act annoyed, so it kind of... Um, helps pave the way for how annoyed they're going to be. Finally, he says, okay, I say, okay, fine, you can ask him. Because he says, no kids have ever gotten this question right in the history of, you know, asking riddle questions. And so they ask what it is. So then he says, I need to ask some preliminary questions. And I say, the kids probably don't know what preliminary means. And he says, it's the question before the question. 
So he asks, what color is an apple? They say red. What color is a banana? Yellow. What color are grapes? He says, not a trick question. Either one, they'll say red or, or green. And finally, he gets to the question. And he says, all I want to know is, what color is an orange? Now, of course, the kids all say orange. And he says, no, I know what it's called. I want to know what color it is. And you can milk this thing. The kids will keep trying to explain that an orange is orange. And he's like, well, a red is red and a, a banana is banana. And, um, and I mean, an apple's apple is apple. He says, when I asked you apple, you didn't say apple. You said red. And when I said banana, you didn't say banana. You said yellow. So how come when I ask what color an orange is, you just give me the name of the orange? If you see anything that's orange around, you know, he can point to a shirt and say, okay, what color is that? They'll say orange. They'll say, that is not an orange. That's a shirt. Or that's a baseball cap or whatever. And anyway, you just milk that one. Finally, I cut it off because I'm going crazy and I say he'll never learn. You know, his brain's made of foam or, or as big as a pea or something like that. And uh, But using humor like that um, just bonds kids in right away, especially that nervous kid. I've done the handshake thing to a kid who was, wasn't really sure he wanted to come into kid's church. And by the end of that, he's like, hey, this guy's funny. I, I, I'll stay mom, you know, and it works so good. You know, having fun with the kids, that goes along with humor, but having fun. Um, I bring my iPad mini and sometimes I'll see a couple boys that aren't really connecting or really doing anything. They're kind of off to the side and I ask them if they play Minecraft. And uh, of course they get excited. And I say, I love Minecraft. You want to see my Minecraft? You want to see my castle? And I open up my Minecraft on my iPad and my favorite quote was the, the boy who said to me, Wow, you're a professional. <laughs> because uh, I, I got to admit, I got some pretty cool things I've built in Minecraft. A pretty, pretty intense, huge castle with bridges and tunnels and towers and everything. Then I've got a, a lodge that I've built. It's all wood. It's like a, just a huge lodge in a, like a national park. And I've got underground caverns. And I've got... Um, anyway, it's... It's pretty intense. You'd probably think I was a professional, too, if you saw my Minecraft. And, of course, then they start talking strategy, because that's in creative, where you just get all the pieces, and you can build whatever you want. But then there's survival, where you just have to start out digging dirt and cutting down trees, and then from those, you can craft other things. And, and uh, when they see my castle and survival, then they're really impressed, because they're like, how could you build such a big castle, you know, starting out with dirt and trees? And uh, But it's a great connection thing. If, if you're comfortable with magic tricks... Um, connecting with kids with a with a pocket magic trick. My favorite magic trick. I mean, I can do a big show where I'm being paid the big bucks and I'm levitating and 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 doing the guillotine and all these stage illusions, sump trunk. The the trick kids will talk about afterward is this little two dollar trick that I have. It's a little box. Maybe you can find it somewhere. It's got a little cube in with different colors, and um, and it's a mind reading trick. And the kids can put, you know, whatever color they want in there, put the lid on it, and then you're able to read their mind. And I don't just say you picked red. You know, I, I talk about, you know, how they were influenced by the color of the shirt of the kid next to them, or I take what their name is, and if it's the same number of letters, it's the color green. You know, I try to come up with a really, um, what's the word, spooky or creative, uh, mysterious way, uh, and it drives them batty, especially when they try to finally fool me and they don't even put the cube in the box. They give me an empty box. And um, and that way I just say, oh man, this is weird. I'm trying to reach your brain, but it's like a black hole. It's like this empty vacuum. It's like there's nothing in your head. Oh, it's because there's nothing in the box. And you can have a really good time with that. In fact, one of my, I'm giving away all the secrets here. One of my really fun secrets, if, if you know that trick and, and you can find it, I'm not going to tell how it's done on the podcast. Maybe if you email me privately, I can tell you how I do it. Um, but I, I do, it's a really fun, it's not that hard. But I'll actually 
transfer knowledge from one brain to another. And I only do this if, if it's with a parent or a big kid because um, you, you give away the trick to that kid. But you have one kid pick the color and seal it in the box, and then you say you put one hand on the kid and he's focusing on that color, and you put your other hand on the big kid or the dad, and uh, and you reveal the color to them, and it's done silently just with the way you show it to them. I don't want to give away the secret. You know, you got to buy the $2 trick to get the secret. And um, and then on the count of three, I tell the, the, the guy who I'm putting it into his brain, and he says the color, and it freaks the kids out because they actually believe I've read the mind and transfer the knowledge to the other person, and it's fun. But anyway, there's lots of tricks. If you've known the little delights, they're called delights. It's D apostrophe L I T. It's where you can have a little red ball and you can pass it from hand to hand and out of the kid's ear and up your nose and out of your nose, and and that's a great connection one. Or if you got a magic that's a pen through anything, it's a little. It's a way to make a pen stab through a dollar bill, and it's like looks like it's all the way through, and then and then you rip it out, and then the dollar's not damaged. Any kind of little pocket trick, little card tricks, get good with a coin. Kids love that stuff. Get a little sponge ball and pass it through your head, through your knee, from hand to hand. But any of those fun connecting things, they're so powerful. But then what about actually getting to know the child? And this is where we move from humor and fun into what I call connection. And you really want to fish for some information of what makes this child unique and different from any other kid. And so I actually use the acronym FISH. If you're a Disciple Town user, you you know about this because I actually uh, revealed this in one of those Disciple Town units. I think the How to Make Friends one. But FISH is an acronym. You don't tell the kids this acronym. This is just for going on in your head. But it's the letters of the word FISH. They give you things to ask kids about. The F is asking about their family, all right? Uh, mom, dad, stepmom, stepdad, doesn't matter. Brothers, sisters, pets are very important part of a kid's family. They're family members. I know that now because I've got a little dog and he's part of the family. So um, you just ask about their family, all right? And then the next one is I. It stands for interests. Find out what interests a kid. All right? You can ask them, you know, what do you do after school? Do, do you play any sports? Or do you play a musical instrument, you know? And, um, you know, if you had $1,000, what would you buy? And they'd probably say a Lego kit, you know, or a new bike or a new instrument. And you find out what they what their interests are. And then often you, you have something that you can relate to that interest. You know, maybe you have a similar interest or you like that too and, and now your conversation starts to get more specific and more personal with them. The the uh, the S is school. Now, you, you know, we always think kids don't like school but there's always something they like about it. I asked my son the other day what was his favorite thing about school and he said it's the friends and the people. You know, he's not a big fan of the homework and, and uh, the hard work but, um, but he loves friends. And so he asked, you know, what's your favorite subject in school? And then uh, talk about that, you know, whether it's math, maybe you know a little math riddle that you can give them, or if it's reading, you talk about the favorite book that you just read, or what your favorite book was when you were a kid, you know, like mine was How to Eat Fried Worms, great book, right? I think they even made a movie of it, I still haven't seen it, but, you know, I start telling about this book that I read as a kid and, and how much I liked it. And the last one is H, and that's hobbies, right? That's similar to interests, but hobbies are a little more serious interests, that's something that they actually collect or something that they do, um, something that they're really into, you know, uh, like Star Wars for me is a hobby, probably more than an interest, because I have a, a Star Wars museum in my basement. I have lots of uh, collection, collectible action figures and spaceships and stuff. So that's a big hobby of mine. There's other things that are interests of me, but I I wouldn't necessarily call them a hobby. But as you interact with kids at this personal level, 
it makes all the difference in the world. And then just there's other so many fun things you can do. You know, I'm known for tapping kids on the shoulder behind them from the opposite side and acting like, you know, when they're looking around who tapped them on the shoulder and I'm just have that boring disengaged grown up look on my face and I can do it three or four times and finally some other kid will clue him in that it was me. All those those little kind of things. I mean last week I was sitting on the floor and there were three girls kind of sitting out of the way, not really paying attention, and uh, I wanted to help engage them, and so I just went and sat with them. And I didn't, couldn't say anything because there was stuff going on on stage, And uh, but they were in my small group, and I thought, okay, you know, they're not really into this, but I, I got to make a connection. And all three of them had their feet straight out because we were sitting on the floor, and then one girl crossed her leg, and I just crossed mine. And little by little, I just started mimicking everything that they were doing while acting like I was just paying attention. Well, once they caught on, you know, they started doing all these funny things with their legs, and I just kept mimicking them. And then and then we added hands, and we weren't being a distraction to the room because it was, you know, the, the video was playing, and it, you know, wasn't like everybody could see us. We're off to the side. But it was funny. They were giggling. They were laughing. And then um, and then we were all watching. And then, uh, and then later in small group, you know, they're just eating out of your hand because they know you're fun. You're connecting with them. You're relating to them. And uh, it's powerful. So um, hopefully you get a couple ideas here. One magic trick I think we have available on Kidology is the kid cards trick. It's an awesome trick. Maybe I'll whip out a YouTube video demonstrating how to do it. But it's a great little trick with some cards that look like they were drawn by kids. And they magically change to being regular cards. That's actually a mind reading trick. Uh, it's got like three tricks in one. And um, I carry it everywhere I go. It's a fun way to connect with kids. And it's all self-working. So it doesn't require any sleight of hand. Um, I mean, there's some skill. You need to practice doing it. But it's not like really difficult. Um, if I can do it, you can do it, basically. So anyway, um, if you've got a great thing that you like to do to connect with kids, to build a relationship with kids, please share it. Go to the forum discussion that's linked on the show notes. You can just go to kidology.org slash kidmintalk75 because it's the 75th episode. How amazing is that? And um, and share your little thing that you do, whether it's a pocket trick, whether it's a joke, whether it's some physical little thingy you do with the kids, like my handshake or, or mimicking um, their actions. And let us in on your secret of how you connect with kids, especially the visitors, but even the, the every week kids. And, uh, and then I will add that to my repertoire and others will benefit from that as well. And that wraps up Kidman Talk number 75. Remember, you can shape the show. If there's a topic you would like me to address on the show, please let me know. Carl at KidmanTalk.com, Twitter at KidmanTalk, and even in the forum discussion where you're going to post your secret way of making a fast connection with a kid. Until next time, this is Carl. I'll see you on Kidology.org.